good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this episode number 409 of the Material Podcast. I am Andy Anatko. With us is Florence Ion. Hello. you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? How are you, Andy? I, 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 spent, I spent like all evening working on the show notes, and only now did I realize that this is this might be the first episode that is numbered uh, that shares a number with a Beach Boys song. Oh, that's what you thought about? I thought about the cleaning agent, which shows yeah. where my little millennial brain went. <laughs> and and actually, the cleaning agent as like has more relevance to me to my life than the Beach Boys ever did. It was like it's it was way before my time too. Like as as, as terms of like actually listen to music, and also I am I I seem to have I seem to have a Beach Boys disability because I. I have friends, even friends my age and younger, who says, oh, my God, Pet Sounds is like, forget about the Beatles, Revolver, and Sgt. Pepper. It's like the, 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 the keynote album of the 60s, nay, the 20th century, is the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds. And, like, I'll listen to it, and I have the same reaction I did when, I, when it came out on CD, and everyone was excited that it came out on CD, so I bought right. it, listened to it on CD, and I'm like, but it's just an album of Beach Boys songs you know and and to, and to my ear like most beach boy songs are like 70 percent the same it's like going to the beach and surfing and having fun going to the beach and the boys and having is fun. that really all it is to my ear it's like uh, they, they put they have all those like high-pitched harmonies that that are they're always the same the production, like, is they they always record every song like the same with like the same sort of like mushy reverb to it. Is it just and, because they're like they perfectly packaged Americana? Because I feel like that's what it is. Is somebody just said, you know what? That's exactly how it should be packaged. That's how we should sell it, and so that's why it's stuck. And people have to now legitimize it I decades later. No, I have I half mean, a, over half a century later. I have read so many articles and like reviews about here. As I'm going to explain to you, I'm going to put pet sounds in context for you because only only an experienced musicologist like myself, who has the full, could see the entire history and the entire panoply, can really explain and understand it. And it's it's becomes like anybody who's trying to like. Uh, an, an art critic who's an art historian is trying to write about uh, uh, Lichtenstein and trying not to say, well, he saw art that other artists did in comic books, copied them absolutely line for line, didn't credit the original artist, let alone pay them for the tens of thousands, turning to uh, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars he sold their his ripoffs of their original art form for and then because he felt as though he had not insulted those original artists enough he basically said that what they had produced was absolute trash but by transforming it into fine pop art he had elevated it to something that could be hung and side by side with anything in a museum uh but if you're if you're an art historian you can say let me put this in context for you. The vision. Now, to to the layperson's eyes, yes, he just simply ripped off a piece of art that other people. But let me talk about let me talk about the diaspora of the East Village. Of like, no, he just ripped people. And and so uh, I, I I appreciate the people who've studied and thought a lot about this, 
but I've not seen anybody who can explain to me why Lichtenstein is not just an absolute horrible washed up thief or why, again, if you like pet sounds, if you think the pet sounds is the most brilliant album ever, I'm legitimately happy for you. You don't have to try to convince me that like I'm wrong or that you're right. You don't have to defend like liking what you like, but it's like, it's the same thing where I read all these pieces. Oh, wow. Maybe I've misjudged it. And now because, you know, Spotify means I don't have to like go out and buy the CD again. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll give it another listen. And it's like, again, their surfer boys are going to the beach and hanging out with girls and singing harmonies and they're cartoon bears and they solve crimes uh, in between uh, doing their pop song. I, I, I don't get it. So that's, all. I also don't get it because the beach boys are like, one of those bands that have a lot of really unfortunate blind items. <laughs> okay. There's well, a lot of dark stuff out there about them and their time off the stage. Okay. And by the way, listen, I, this is a serious journalism podcast, but sometimes, yes, I know I get a little, I get a little into the theories and it's because I do hang out on that side of the internet, not that side of the internet, but <laughs> that side of the internet where the conspiracies are okay and normally don't hurt anybody. But in this case, um, I've started to hear things also about um, what's his face? Uncle Jesse, <laughs> uh, John Stamos. Apparently there's been some nasty stuff that's been coming out about him when he was on the set of full house and some of the things that he did. So he I'm just saying that it seems by association, if you are guilty by association and this is something that you allow in your circle. I'm just assuming that the blind items have. It's like smartphone leaks, right? Like eventually you start hearing the same leak over and over again that it becomes true, right? So right. it's kind of the same for yeah. blind items. And you know, and you, and you don't have to you don't have to protect uh, quote uncle this uh, uncle so called Jesse who, who, who I'm who, not protecting who, him who, who who when I when I when I first was introduced to him was a up and coming rock star character on a uh, on a soap opera called Blackie. I I I that's all I remember because I was pretty young at that God, point. What a trope. But, what a trope to put yourself into as an actor. Like wanna be rock star. He was, you know, he he was he he was monetizing that hair. You know, he realized that he had a saleable asset in the fact that he had thick, long, luscious 80s like hair. Genetics. Exactly. The and, right and, genetics. And, and, and right it works time. just fine. But yeah, I I, re yeah. I, I read that he he temporarily got those adorable like infant Olsen twins yeah, fired. That's what I read. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I and I know of, of the Beach Boys, not because like my immigrant parents did not listen to the Beach Boys. Um I know about them because of Full House, because they were on <laughs> right. primetime TV playing concerts for what we found out were the Olsen twins. Right. Oh yeah, and that, and that was uh, the version of the Beach Boys that uh, the only actual Beach Boy was uh, like Mike Beach Boy, like the bastard Beach Boy, who was kicking out like other Beach Boys for not like falling in line. I don't know. Really? All all I know is uh, you're, you're you're like they. Uh, all I know about the Beach Boys like you, as as where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, it's like they they invented reality television, like dynamic family dynamics. But they did not have a reality television industry around them to film it happening, uh, and mm. so they could monetize it and then get their own like individual perfume deals. So that's 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 how that thing imploded. Mm. 
But let me let me. I, I I've been wanting to tell you the story about how uh I've I'm using using Google's technology to to solve oh. problems and, and answer oh. questions and give my and give myself like advantages in life. Uh, that actually didn't turn out to be like advantages at all. Now there's a there is a website uh, that like a. Uh, it's uh, if, if if you go to a website there's this, this website that just basically will tell you hey are there estate sales or yard sales happening within like x oh. miles of your house you give me your, you give me your address and i found and i found out last Nearby. week yes <laughs> and i found out no, there, sorry keep going and i found out there's like a huge estate sale happening like on friday we're recording on wednesday night uh, ac- wednesday night yes uh, we're starting on friday like at 8 a.m and they've uh, this the, this particular like site. It's actually it's not like a family like yard sale. It is like one of those companies that hey look uh, I'm I'm retiring and moving to Florida, and I really like don't want to have to bother. To, I've I've already me and me and the missus have already like packed up everything in the house we have any interest in taking with us. Could you just like sell off like we re- the house is going up for sale? Could you just like sell off everything inside there? Anything you don't sell off, just keep it or throw it away or whatever. Uh, and so. Uh, pretty excited because they keep like adding more things to the to the gallery. I'm, I'm I'm pasting. Don't 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 reveal like the name of like the town or the or anything like that because this is this because this place is this because this place is like literally like a ten minute walk away. I knew I knew from the vague description that not, they don't post the address until like the day before like the estate sale. Okay, uh, but like lots of interesting things. Now it's it's. I, I'm not interested in the antique gun, okay. or the or the uh, the Civil War naval uh, naval. Uh, uh, I'm giving Andy a side eye through the webcam. Yeah, there's a <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, there's like a a, a a naval like a scimitar. Uh, it looks like it looks to be a genuine one because there's, there's enough detail, like in these detailed pictures, you can do Google searches and find out. Oh, well, actually, that's an actual. By the way, this is literally just a, a dump of someone's camera roll. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a, that's, that's the you know, you know how the you, you hear that there are people who will go to like open houses just to take a look mm-hmm. at what other people's houses look like. Part mm-hmm. of the fun of like this site is that like if you if you had if if we had post if we had shared this link and we're not going to so don't bother looking in the show notes but uh, you would see essentially just a, a a camera roll grid like four four uh, squares wide that scrolls down 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 to maybe a hundred pictures and it is essentially random shots of the stuff inside this house that haven't necessarily been like staged yet for the sale. A lot of them are just like full shelves and things that are like stacked neatly on the floor and stuff like that. Um, And so it's, so, so it's possible to like actually sort of, you know, actually, you know, that I could, (laughs) it's like the fun. And one of the fun parts of these estate sales is that like, really, it's like, they're they're not going to just like throw out like all these, like, supermarket jars of like of of spices that's like no no no. if you if you want to buy like this 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 bag of bag of like ziploc bag full of like kitchen spices by all means give us a buck or whatever yeah i see that and so yeah and so i i am i'm intending to hit this hit this estate sale uh i have uh uh, you've, you've heard me describe like this neighborhood uh and one of the quirks of it is that a lot of the people are like there are a lot of like people who don't ha- who have sort of a, a carefree attitude towards like expensive things and money. So like a, one of the mm, best estates. What's estate- that like? 
I know. Isn't it fun? Like, uh, like I, I went to a uh, one of the one of the best estate sales I went to in terms of wow, I like managed to like essentially rob a house <laughs> of like, hey, I need towels. I'll steal these people's towels. Like, ooh, I need a cutting board. I'll steal these this people's. Like, that's that's literally what it felt like as I went from room to room saying, ooh, that's nice. Think I'll take it. I I, I you know I, I need this basic common item. I think I'll take it. Uh, and I, I found out from the estate sale people that no, it was like the va- it was. Uh, this couple's uh, second vacation house in the same like rough oh, area. Stop it! They they bought. <laughs> I, I know, I know. They 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 bought this house like second ten, vacation like house. eight years eight years ago. They had uh, hired. Their, they they had uh, uh, called their decorator and say, "Hey, here's the address of the new like house in this quaint like seaside New England like uh, colonial community." Mm-hmm. Just fill it with like the stuff we need to like use it as a house, and literally that's what they did. Like, and so, and then when they sold, because they decided that gee, if we don't need like two vacation homes like within twenty miles of each other. Let's just sell this, and it was literally just you know, gee, we don't need two vacation homes within twenty miles of each other. Yeah, yeah. So, and so th- this seems to be like something. So, so what, what I'm getting at is that like, so they they bought like really really nice stuff that they then didn't care about. Like all they cared about when they sold mm-hmm. the house was we just obviously we we're not going to like we don't want to be encumbered by this dining room table that we spent that our our decorator tells us we spent eight thousand dollars for, and so like. If the if the if the commanding if if the commanding order to the liquidation people was we need this house empty by Monday and it's not sold in the first three hours, you say, I'll give you fifty bucks for that table, they'll they'll ask you they'll ask you, do you have a van? And if you the answer is yes, they'll take twenty. So that's that's why that's why a sale like this is is very very interesting. But okay, so 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 here's so here's like me being like not devious, but like ooh, I need uh, part of the, the part of the weasel part of the brain says that gee, I know that they're not uh, they're, they're not going to post the, the the address, but they have like the name of the neighborhood. I know that neighborhood is like mm-hmm. nearby. It's like adjacent to my neighborhood. And so, and one of the pictures, like there was when there was back when there was only like twelve pictures. One was like the front of the house, with the, with the number of the house like blurred, so you couldn't so you couldn't like sneak okay. a peek at what the address was and like pre stage or whatever. But I said, ooh, I bet if I go to, I I wonder if I I have access to this thing called Google Maps with Street View, and so. <sighs> And so I took like a satellite walk around my town looking for a house with a gable roof with kind of like one of those fake trendy in 2002 like railings in front mm. of the second story mm. windows. Tuscan style? <laughs> I I have no idea. It's not it's not it's not bad enough to be on one of those blogs that where architects make fun of uh, of of McMansions. Okay. But it's like dude, why why do why do you have a railing as a decorative detail where nobody is going to be walking uh, unless, unless you want to have like an elevated highway for the squirrels, in which case I totally approve and I withdraw. <laughs> I have no notes, but, and, and so I found it and I'm saying, yay, whoa. And it's like, okay. And then like after say, ha, wringing my hands, I've, I've, I've won, I've, I've stolen a piece of information that the estate, the estate sale people didn't want me to have said, but it's not as though like they were going to hide it from you. Like the, you, you were going to find out this address like the day before anyway, just like anybody else. And it's not like you can now go there like two days early and they'll start selling you stuff either. Cause they're going to be preparing the house and stuff. But nonetheless, 
it does make you feel kind of special when you realize that you use your resources at hand to get inform information is currency. And if all it is, mm -hmm. is like, uh, uh, how, uh, how, how certain people, they can't let go of physical, of physical objects because like having this stuff makes them feel more secure. I have more information, which makes me feel more secure, particularly if it's a piece of information that not necessarily other people have. Maybe it's a side effect of like being a journalist for half my life saying that, ah, well, I made several phone calls and then I spent three hours in a city, in a room at the city hall looking at microfiche. And now I know exactly why the back of backyard of your house smells so weird in August. I'm not going to tell you because it's up to you to do all that work. I just wanted to satisfy my own curiosity. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do. I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I've gone down the rabbit hole just only to emerge and say, you see, with these skills that I have acquired that <laughs> I put to use to tell you which smartphone to buy. <laughs> I've also figured out yeah. why the building codes are this way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I just want to, by the way, if you do end up going to this estate sale, because I was looking through some of the photos, um, there's three leather purses that are tan. Let me know how much that costs. It was like in the $30 range. I'll keep, I'll keep an eye. Let me know. See, I'll Venmo you, I'll, but like not spending more than 30. Yeah. I, I, I have a, <laughs> I have a feeling that this stuff will, I see, I did, I did want to see like there's a, there's a, the two most lavishly documented, the only two lavishly documented items in this whole gallery are again, what seems to be like a mid 1800s, like wild West, like revolver and uh, a sextant and this again, civil war cutlass. And I don't need a cutlass. I don't want a cutlass, but if I could, but if I could get that for five bucks, it might be a fun thing to have on the shelf, but it's, like then you find out that you you go on eBay and you find out yeah it's a very common sort of item for a civil war item but it still goes for like 3 or 400 dollars the sextant would easily get like 3 or 400 dollars in any in any sale so i might i i have a feeling that they know that they probably shouldn't just take the first 20 dollars from the first person who comes in in the first 10 minutes but so but but the great thing is that like the the pressure's kind of off because there's nothing else in the pictures that says, ooh, that is a star item. I, I know for a fact that's a first edition so-and-so that I could easily get, like easily goes for $5,000 and almost nobody knows what it is. It, has, it hasn't like really been publicized yet. And so there'll be like eight losers like lined up a half hour before and <laughs> running to find what seems to be the upstairs bathroom and the, and the linen closet to grab this one thing. It's more like I can like make I can simply make a tour of the place and ooh that stack of like three like turned like turned wooden salad bowls those look nice I think I would like to grab those if they're available oh oh the oh the other thing okay so now now that I have the address I say mm -hmm. okay but who lived there and so that the, getting the <laughs> getting the address like to the name of a person he did I, all this through Google by the way all this all this through Google so again combination of Convenient and creepy. That's the that's the signature of of of, of Google uh, Google Apps and services. So, <laughs> find out that he uh, uh, he is an engineer. He's like seventy or eighty. He's a, a 
uh, like had a 30 or 40 year career as an engineer. He used to be in the Navy. Okay. Maybe that, maybe that's why he has like the, the sexton and the cutlass. Um, and he also used to be a professor at one of the local like state colleges. And so okay. now that raised the stakes for that made things even more interesting for me because if he's an, and, and there's, there's nothing really stand out interesting in this collection of photos of making things with that. This house was owned by an engineer, but that's now making me think that, if I while while everybody's fighting over the linens and fighting over like some of the furniture or, and fighting over that those half used jars <laughs> of like of of, of 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 bay leaves and stuff, yes. if I can be, I, I bet if I like go right for like the garage or wherever there's just random boxes of crap, I might find a box that has just like a whole bunch of really cool old like protractors and slide rules, maybe mm-hmm. like calculators from the mid seventies like interesting instruments that's what would make me very very happy and so and 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 the and the kind of stuff that would be like if you put it on ebay when you put something on ebay and you label it as what it is there's if all there needs to be are three people who are interested in it and that's always a possibility on ebay mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. at an estate sale it's like well, what are the are they, are they rulers like uh, oh no they're they're like slide rulers What's that? A pepper mill? No, it's kind of like an old-fashioned mechanical calculator. Say, like, oh, um, uh, oh, is it made out of metal? Uh, ten bucks? Great, ten bucks. And I've just got like seven hundred dollar Curtis calculator, Curtis oh, calculator God. for like five, that, ten yes, bucks. Yes. The only the only way I could possibly afford it. So that's it's. <laughs> I so what what I'm saying is that this I this is need why to, you go through the trouble. That's why you go th- well. It would not be worth like my driving like a half hour to, I don't, I'm not, Mm -hmm. even when I had a car, I would not drive like an hour to like, you know, with, with circles and maps of where the yard sales and estate sales are. But it's like, if something's happening, that's the reason why I tried to get up early on Saturday and at least get out on the sidewalk to the corner and see if there are like sheets of poster board, like nailed up to any of the phone poles saying, Hey, there's a yard sale like nearby today. Mm -hmm. I will, I will walk a half a mile to a mile to go to a yard sale or an estate sale. Yeah. Cause then it's, and then you get your steps in. Exactly. And then at the end of the day, Google fit goes, good job. You met your heart goal for today from the American <laughs> heart association. <laughs> uh, Which well, is sure. by the way, on the recommendation of a bunch of Japanese scientists. <laughs> I learned recently. Okay. It's sorry. Not, it's, that's it, uh, never, never fight when you, when you're proud of yourself for like doing things that are like nutritionally or like health wise smart, <laughs> I know, right? Never, never fight. Oh, look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm basing my diet strictly on the food pyramid. Like the, 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 the advice of the, of the government. Like, and then you find out that, oh, well you do know that that was, that wasn't what the actual like board of advisors advised the food pyramid to be when the food industry saw what they were telling people not to eat anymore they lobbied really really hard so that like the bread industry and the sugar industry grains. Would be, yeah. grains grains so that's how when you find out that so all this time when i've been drinking four glasses of water there have been a bunch of like spanish research scientists from 1963 who are having a good laugh at my expense okay <laughs> that's that's pretty much how my life goes that's fine Speaking of how <sighs> speaking of how our lives are going, uh, yeah, mm. I, I uh, Google had their quarterly earnings call yesterday, and I had to spend part of today reading and through God all of it. God bless you for parsing oh, all that. I, Thank you so much for doing that because I've been reading the headlines that have been coming in, and a lot of them seem way too optimistic. 
Yeah, and yeah, for a company this, that just laid off a lot of people, yeah, has been on like a heck of a press tour. Oh God, my 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 day today. I, I swear, I swear, dear dear listeners, we will get into the show. But my day today was was and again, I'm not a business reporter. I'm not an economics reporter, so I have to yeah. go through. I have to really refresh myself every three months mm -hmm. on what this term terminology is, why this is important, but this is not important. Uh, and on top of that, there was a new bill introduced that's into so the Senate hard. that's completely relevant to a topic that I'm going to be discussing on WGBH tomorrow. So then I had to go through like 60 pages of like draft legislation on the same day. And we're not going to talk about how much or little <sighs> or any sleep that I got last night. So we'll just, we'll just, we'll just pull on venmo uh, andy for cake oh god please please if you if you can do if you figure out how to do so I'll, I'll i'll be part of the pilot program if it means that i get maybe cake even if it's mostly a fail so we'll be talking about that uh with the outlook not just the outlook is for google how well they did over the past quarter but also how they're putting on a brave face or at least a proud face or hmm. whatever hmm. um also uh you know how like uh, a lot, a whole ton of Chromebooks got sold, got bought, uh, and bought by schools during the the the, the, the Corona lockdown. Remember the when it was hard to find one? Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, and so uh, an, an agency decided, hey, let's see how well that that bumper crop of Chromebooks are doing now that they're three years old. They're displacing air still. They're they didn't like the fans run. They didn't. They they didn't. It's it's. It's, they're still physical objects. That's something. Uh, all this and a couple other topics that I'm sure that we'll get to, and we'll get to that right after this break. Well, money makes the world go around, but earnings calls, they have nothing to do with money. They have to do with things. Investments. Number, numbers in databases that seem to mean that it's okay to like buy the name brand corn chips instead of like the stuff that comes in a poly bag i have no mm -hmm. idea um but yeah so the earnings call was uh, just yesterday actually a very good uh, uh, a, a good quarter for google as things go um let's talk about the numbers Re really what we want to really what we want to get to is the q a uh, where uh, the, uh, where Sundar Pichai and the chief financial officer and another vice president basically have to answer questions from analysts, and it's always kind of interesting. But right. yeah, the, the, there's they they put a lot of work into these charts and graphs. You know, they were up with, with a graph paper and the I mean, ruler and the and the and the and the Crayola markers all night long, making this lovely presentation. So we should we should at least take a look at this, or at least in mm -hmm. my case, repeat stuff that I've found written by people who actually know how to read these things. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, it was a it was a good quarter in that they were uh, they were they were up, they were profitable. Of course, uh, they were always profitable, but the numbers were way better than analysts predicted they would be for first quarter of 2023. However, that's not quite as good as it sounds because the analysts were giving alphabet like a huge mulligan because they were expecting the ad market to decline even worse than it had in previous quarters so basically they the things declined and not as fast as analysts thought they would or or to their credit alphabet was able to deal with it better than analysts thought they would but again they're fine uh, growth is largely to uh google search and 
Google Cloud. That was the that was the actual like good news. <laughs> we were also we, every every three months we talk about ah oh, Google Cloud. It's a huge success. It only lost half a billion dollars instead of three quarters of a billion dollars as it did right. last quarter. Mm-hmm. It actually showed a profit. Uh, it's ended uh, the quarter one hundred ninety one million dollars in the black uh, com- compared to losing. Uh, six hundred seven hundred and six million dollars in the first quarter of twenty twenty two. So God, that's so much money. So yes, I mean, I'm. I think that someone is going. To, some some department at Google is going to be sent out for donuts uh, on on Thursday to celebrate. At least, <laughs> um, first quarter revenue grew three percent year over year. Again, Wall Street had expected one percent growth. So. Hooray. Uh, earnings yeah. per share fell 5%, which was a less steep of a decline than the 14% that analysts had projected. It's kind of like getting like a D minus, but your parents like take you out to Chuck E. Cheese anyway because they were really expecting you to fail. It's it's not great. I mean, but again, they're trying, they want to encourage you. Can you can still get into college with a D minus. There okay? you go. If it's a 2.0 GPA college, God bless. <laughs> the high school after high school, as they, as they say. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so, uh, ad revenue declined only by a small amount. So that's not bad, but, uh, it is kind of bad because it's the second consecutive consecutive quarter in which ad revenue declined. But again, that's what uh, it's, it's not due to mismanagement. It's not due to incompetence. It's because ad money is not going into ads. Uh, advertisers are being very, very conservative about that. Uh, in terms right. of like overall, like the, the, the smart, uh, analysis, I'm just going to quote what the, the Motley, Motley Fool uh, said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting here directly, decent results given the tough macro environment. That's got to be some, there got to be a lot That's of people in the Valley. That's economics 101. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, there's there, there's got to be a lot of people, a lot of tattoo parlors that are used to tattooing this unprecedented international macroeconomic environment because it's just, at this point, it's just part of the culture now. Um, continuing the quote, given the challenging macro environment for its core ad business, Alphabet turned in a decent first quarter, notably operating cash flow remains robust and Google Cloud turned in a solid quarter. Moreover, I can't, I'm not going to, I'm going to switch out of the upbeat tone for this. Moreover, Moreover. the recent employee <laughs> and office space downsizing should help improve profits and cash flow in 2023. But at what cost? Downsizing. But at what cost? Uh, but yeah, now let's get to the fun part, the actual Q&A, which as I never tire of pointing out, this is one of the rare, rare, rare times that executives in the C-suites and at this level get to experience two things. One, they have to answer a question that they have not been given in advance. And secondly, Mm -hmm. if they lie in any way, shape, or form, there are huge legal repercussions because this is a quarterly earnings call. This is like... Don't you wish this was the same for journalists? The stakes? Don't you wish they were this high? I... I would enjoy it if the payoff were commensurate with like, oh, by the way, uh, I know that it's it's an easy mistake to make. Uh, you 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 uh, said Belinda Carlisle instead of Belinda mm-hmm. Carlson, but you're going to jail for three years and paying a five hundred thousand dollar fine. But if like, hey, I got it right. Like, oh well, we're giving you a one point two million dollar bonus that you don't really have to report. Then right. I'd be then I'd be all for it. <laughs> that, that that would that would be an even playing field. Um, so uh, I I thought that like uh, in the previous couple of uh, in in the in the previous post chat GPT 
uh, earnings calls. Right. Sundar, on behalf of Alphabet, seemed to be like really, really defensive and like edgy. Uh, but he f- seemed like cool, cool, calm, not quite as defensive. Like uh, almost as though he knew that, hey, we've got mm. a great plan. We've got great products. I think we have a good roadmap. Or he knew that like the board already had enough votes to kick him out. Uh, and they're basically just discussing his, his exit terms. And so who cares anymore? I don't know which one of these is true. But that's what I'm saying is that he seemed a little bit more uh, assur- uh, more self-assured than before. Um, these talked about uh, three things. Uh, artificial intelligence, of course. Um, and the thing that got pull quoted in a lot of the tech press was, we'll share updates at Google I.O. about how we are using AI across our products. Yeah, including like we our knew that devices. already, though. Yeah, exactly. And share <laughs> some exciting new developments for Android, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is this is the, the – the, 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 you pull the string on the back of the Sundar Pichai doll. Every alternate one, you still get the this unprecedented international – macroeconomic condition but also you get we have uh, we've we've been integrating ai into our products line for over a decade and we're going to be making sure that the way we do it is responsible and doesn't compromise people's trust in our that he it's he said versions of this this phrase like throughout this call like multiple times i'll i'll just give you like the the the, i'll just give you like the 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 shortcut to it when it comes up before um but we're looking for and indications, things that have not necessarily been announced before. Um, talking, talking about Bard. Uh, yeah, we're we're integrating uh, our our Palm model into it, and now Bard is even better, even better than it was when at launch. Oh boy! I keep getting emails, by the way, about Bard. Like Bard can now Bard. do your coding. Yeah. Bard. Yeah, they they, you know, they could do that. They could do that from from day one, but but now that they they just like put something into the update part of that of, of the bard web page saying oh and now it knows 20 programming languages so basically instead of like giving you code uh, code samples by accident now it's like we decided to make sure that we that this <laughs> that bard knows what it's doing when it gives you like actual working sample car code but yeah i mean <laughs> well we're we're gonna be using generative i'm quoting here we'll continue to incorporate generative ai advances to make search better in a thoughtful and deliberate way we'll be guided by data and years of experience about right. what people want and our high standards for quality and we will test and iterate as we go because we know that billions of people trust google to provide the right information Always guided by data. It's like, <laughs> yes. Does everything have to be quantified? It, yeah. In a world that deals with money, yes. But yeah, I'm asking rhetorically. Okay, here. Yeah. About I'm asking about the human condition, which an investor call doesn't consider. <laughs> so yeah. Am I even? Sorry. Um, continuing. So, but, so, so he also <laughs> called out the uh, the, the the other thing that he was honking on about like in previous uh, calls about the Google's new sharpened focus, essentially meaning pinching pennies until Abe Lincoln screams like, Hey, don't, don't throw out that paper clip. You can bend it back into its useful shape and put it back in the box. <laughs> We're tracking each one of these things individually. Um, also, and the, the, also praising their, the, cl- the performance of their cloud unit and its analytics tools, because they're also offering data analytics tools to uh, a lot of its customers, mm-hmm. and that's making a lot of money. And uh, this continued success and reliance on the success of YouTube. Um, next up was uh, uh, Philip Schindler. He gave; in, they're, they're all giving like their pre- their prepared comments. Uh, 
usually Philip Schindler stuff is talking about like he's the sales guy. He's really talking about here's the here's what we're selling to people. Here's what they're buying from us. Here's like you know the stuff we can't we can't keep an inventory because it's selling so well. And talking about uh, ways that uh, AI powered features and ads are being you know are being used. Uh, again, talk about YouTube uh, focusing on shorts engagement on ctv and invest investing in our subscription offerings uh and number four a longer term effort to make youtube more shoppable he, i think he said that like three or four times in a row now in calls basically making sure that if there is something that can be bought anywhere inside the frame of youtube video there has to be they're, they're, they're desperate to get away to like connect that to google shopping so that they can close the sale right through that video or something so i uh, mean tiktok does that so it makes sense that they would want to go off of that especially with all the people the creators who use youtube to talk about things that you can buy and the unhaul videos and the amazon unboxing and god this whole internet is becoming just links to buy things no wonder yeah boxes Okay, so, uh, this is I I know that this is at least partially a sign of like my my encroaching old age, but like oh man, is that is that what we're collectively aspiring to? That hey, I have a I have a YouTube channel that allows me to reach tens, hundreds, even millions of people with every video I post, and I decide to use that to try to get people to want things and to buy things, mm-hmm. maybe things they don't even actually need or could be of any value to anybody, but if I can get them to want that. I feel as exactly. though I've done I've done my my job for the day. I've done my like, job. Yeah, that's like oh well. Um, and then run, running up, uh, running, <sighs> running off the trio, trio is Ruth Pratt, the chief financial officer of Alphabet and Google. Um, there were her her comments were basically about how uh, three factors were shaping profitability and expenses this quarter. Um, she called out that uh, workforce and uh, workforce and, and workspace reductions uh, cost them two point six billion dollars. That was a negative. Um, probably the, because people kept getting laid off, so right. they kept dropping. And they and they and they yeah and they and they had to keep, then they have to buy people off. You know they have to keep paying off their right, contracts yeah. and give them severance. Mm-hmm. So it's got that cost them two point six billion bucks. Uh, however, uh, because now you have fewer people to uh, to support on the campus and inside the company, the that extends the useful life of servers and network equipment, and that resulted in like nine hundred eighty-eight million dollars less depreciate less in depreciation. So that was a positive. Um, and also another thing that I I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna repeat okay. what was what was written in the in the what she said. Uh, employee stock based compensation awards are now happening in the second quarter instead of the first quarter, which has some sort of effect on. Well, obviously, if you're handing out stock. probably when they can claim it or yeah. whatever they're like hold off on this for just a second yeah um okay so now we get to the q a i don't understand nobody's giving me stock yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah when, when you cook rice do you cook it in chicken stock or just or just plain water uh always usually plain i mean it depends on the dish if it's if it's mexican rice quote unquote because it's me and my husband who are not Mexican making it for burritos, <laughs> then yes, we'll cook it in a meat stock, you know, to give it some of that extra flavor. But if it's just like jasmine rice or mm. some basmati rice, then we'll just do water because the flavor is going to come from the sauce that I'm going to put on top. Okay. That's a good point. <laughs> See, ever, ever, ever since I added kimchi as like a, as like a, 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 a staple oh, condiment, yes. like now, like I Life used to, 
yeah, I, I used to, I used to always like there, I don't, if I'm, when I'm making a pot of rice for like the fridge for use in the course of the week, it's like, I'm not putting something with no flavor, like in the fridge. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have some sort of seasoning and chicken stock is like the, is like the fast forward to that. Mm-hmm. But now it's mm-hmm. like, let's, I, I, I kind of like the, I kind of like the idea of when you have like white rice with kimchi, like a, a tablespoon of kimchi mm-hmm. on it. Like I kind of just want like all the flavor to come from the kimchi. So now I'm, I'm making like one pot, like a half a pot of uh, of white rice, half a pot of like multigrain rice. Okay, we should get to the Q and A. I'm sorry, we're. <laughs> uh, it's okay. My husband eats like that. Yes. So you're in good company. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? There, there wasn't. A, there really wasn't a whole lot of interesting stuff for the Q and A. I was very, very disappointed. Um, Sund- uh, Sundar was asked uh, uh, about uh, obviously the stuff that's most obvious, like how uh, uh, most of the questions that Sundar got but were, that was, were directed at him were about, hey, how, what's uh, AI doing? What what are what are uh, chatbots and large language models doing to like how you run your how you run your products, like new competition mm. and stuff like that? And every single time he gave some version of the we're innovating at a, at a, at a responsible and reduced and 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 measure level and we're we're doing an ai for 10 years now we've been integrating into our products for okay fine you, if you i i know that they're i know that this call is being recorded you can't just tell me to blank off but Seriously. you know what at least at least you know we're, we're on google we're on google meet at least just like give me the finger so i know that mm-hmm. i don't have to take notes at this point because you're not gonna actually tell me anything uh so yeah that was a softball non-answer uh one one handless uh, I, I was I'm cutting and pasting. I'm not like I'm trying to make fun of these people, but now I have the now that I have the words in front of me, like, hey guys, I will just ask a tough question. Cinder, you came up in the group that structured a lot of the Android partnerships from inception, and I believe possibly the iOS agreement as well. So how do you feel about Alphabet's ability to maintain the unit economics with these partnerships in light of Microsoft's ambitions to increase its share of paid search? Oh, brother. Which is which actually was kind of like a long-winded way of saying Hey, there was all the uh, New York Times reported that uh, that's that uh, Samsung is considering like replacing Google Search as it's built as the default search for all Samsung phones is switching to Microsoft. Could you give us any guidance on this and how? And he basically gave gave the non answer. And we when we work with our partners, we work hard to create a win win experience, and ultimately partners end up choosing us because that's what we, their users want, and that's always been what's helped search be widely distributed. Nothing that again a non answer. Um, marshmallow rice cake nothing that if you can't accuse them of lying because there's no actual facts like you could you could check against actual reality there um he was also he was also asked again relevant questions that i really want him to be uh, these executives to be asked uh in a uh, you get sued if you don't if you don't answer truthfully uh, one of the one of the big questions in the air for all of these large language models is that they cost a hell of a lot of money to run and uh, the, uh, mm. something fifty times more expensive per query than a simple uh, like Google search, and that's also, awful. Yeah, for the planet, absolutely. And uh, I, I, I need to, I need to have uh, st- st- stochastic parrots th- paper, like actually like printed and bound because I keep referring to it because this is another yet another thing that uh, that paper. Uh, talked about like and the thing is these these language models consume a huge amount of energy and like all like industries that consume a lot of energy like the uh, very very uh, very well wealthy 
industrialized nations will benefit from this new technology. However, uh, the the bad effects on the on the climate environment will be affected by, by the entire world, including countries that are not quite so economically advantaged. And so they'll get they'll get all the all the bad stuff of all this consumption of energy without any of the technological advances. Um, that, and so, okay, so how are you gonna how are you gonna make money off of this, and then how are you gonna deal with the extra expense? And once again, we'll be iterating and testing as we go. I feel confident in our ability to drive innovation. Yeah. So um, the only uh, uh, one was uh, addressed to uh, Ruth Porat asking about again cloud, which had a profitable quarter for the first time. So one analyst was asking, so does that mean that like? The, 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 it's cleared the runway and now this is going to continue to be a profitable environment or was this like a one-off? Is it going to be bumpy? And Ruth Perrette basically said that, yeah, we can't really, we can't really extrapolate, extrapolate like one quarter to the other way of saying, well, no, this could, we could, we could be in the red again next quarter, but essentially saying, reiterating as they've been saying all along about cloud is that our focus is on long-term growth and because this is not something you can just knock out and then <laughs> this is this isn't a messaging client it's not as though we can spend three months building it and then forget then get rid of it and <laughs> replace with something else uh <laughs> one month later i'm so bitter about Allo, yeah. but yes yeah and i won't i won't give uh i won't give sundar's answer to this question because again it was a non-answer but he was asked about the con- consolidation of uh, the Google Brain teams and uh, and the and the London team recently, uh, and saying, "Hey, you know, with that cons- consolidation, what are the what are the are, are we going to see accelerated product milestones because that uh, that these two organizations are now united into one?" And no, it's just blah 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 blah. So yeah, it was it was, it was pretty disappointing. I mean, it's like again, we're looking for we're not looking for hey. <laughs> Well, not actually, you know, since you brought that up, why don't I show you this thing, this, this, this pair of like levitation eyeglasses that I've, that I've been, that I've been putting in my pocket right now. You'll see me fly around the room with them. Like, yay, I'm glad the analyst asked that question about other bets and how they seem to be paying off. Like, no, he's going to say innovation is part of our portfolio and we made our big investment in AI. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, so that's mm. that was the earnings call again. Google gets, Google gets to stay in business. They're not they're they're not Bed Bath and Beyond. They right. They, just, no, they, it's, they, it's Fang. They will be. They will be fine. <laughs> what I, I I feel so sorry for everybody. I forgot about Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, by the way, <laughs> so 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 did most shoppers <laughs> in, in America over the past like three or four years. But now I feel so bad for like all the contestants are, or all the entrepreneurs, quote unquote, on Shark Tank, because their their entire like pitch is about, hi, I've got a pretty tacky piece of like consumer merchandise that maybe because it's so cheap to produce and it's so gaudy and colorful, maybe the sort of people who buy a lot of crap and garbage at Bed Bath and Beyond might buy at an impulse if one of you gets it stocked on on an end cap or something and now there's no place to sell it anymore there's like it's like their their, their <laughs> dreams are dead now uh okay well we're uh, before we take a break uh, we're going to one last little detail of uh, alphabet's board uh, off also in in this wall is authorized uh alphabet to make another 70 billion dollars in stock buybacks this year uh, they they'd already done seventy billion dollars in stock buybacks last year, and in doing so, they only Apple 
bought more of its stock back than uh, than Alphabet. Uh, and that's fine. It's uh, it's it's a bummer. Uh, Joe, uh, President Biden uh, actually has been speaking out against huge companies that have high. You could take this seventy billion dollars and use it to retain more of your employees. Or invest more in like community stuff and stuff that will be more sustainable for your employees and in the areas of the country in which you operate. Oh, oh no, you're just going to use it to buy your own stock back to increase the value of all shares everywhere and make all of your investment. Okay, you 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 could do that too, I suppose. So yeah, I mean it's that it's I, I know that I know that that's a very you know <laughs> hippie crunchy mm-hmm. you know commie mm-hmm. sort of thing and naive thing to say because the uh, the, the it's not uh, uh, alphabet has always been profitable when they talk about when, when they fire when they're firing 12,000 people uh, and tr- doing all mm-hmm. kinds of cost cutting and focusing on like key uh, key products and key markets it's not because gosh we can't we can't keep losing money hand over fist like that we're going to be out of business in two years at this rate it really is that okay we have it's i don't want to i don't want to sound glibs i don't and i really don't know how to put this but it's like if you have take taken a good look at what your goals are for the company for the next five years ten years and realize that we have sixteen thousand more people on the payroll than we need to achieve any of those goals Okay, that's how you know that's how things are going to go, and it's not as though they're going to say, "Hey, we we're we're going to take the seventy billion dollars and use it to keep these sixteen thousand people employed that we decided that we didn't know what to do with." Mm. I mean, I I would like to think that they would come up with interesting and innovative projects that would require that kind of people that they can again invest it in people and invest it in communities, and in doing so, invest it in your company, as opposed to you know helping out people who were able to buy investment instruments uh in alphabet and would like to get that profit out there's nothing evil about that but there i'm i'm kind of with biden about this that if if it, if if stock buybacks stop being something that hey wow the prices the, the the market is going in such a such a way that if we did if we don't invest in our own company use some of our money to invest back in ourselves we are basically give we're basically turning up our noses at free money we'd be fools not to do this when it becomes part of the status quo that hey look if we've got 50 if we if we if we can free up 50 billion dollars by firing people or by making people rinse out their their paper coffee the coffee cups <laughs> from between one shift and another and in doing so, increase the value of our stock. That's exactly what we're going to do. So it's kind of a bummer. Uh, so we can reflect on that. Perhaps again, hum a Beach Boys song uh, in your one, one of the good ones about surfing. Uh, oh Lord! One of the one one of the one of the few. Uh, I think there are cars and surfing. One of the two. And uh, think about that uh, during this break. Well, before we go, let's talk about let's talk about those Chromebooks that all those all the school systems bought uh, during the during the coronavirus coronavirus oh, lockdown. Gosh. Yeah, it's it's not good. Uh, a, a U.S. Per, U.S. An organization, U.S. Perg, uh, nonprofit, uh, basically did an analysis of all of these like, churn tens- report. Sorry, it's yeah. called a churn report. No, no, they, they call they call the report Chromebook churn. Uh, by saying we're going to they basically did a study of like how those uh, how those all those brand new Chromebooks that were purchased three years ago were holding up. And a lot of people love them. Well, uh, they, a, a lot of them, to be fair, are holding up. They're holding up a short leg of a 
library table and keeping it from wobbling mm. and therefore still being functional and quite useful in, in the educational process. Otherwise, not so much. Uh, so that what they they did find a, a whole bunch of stuff that is of concern. Uh, they found out that first of all that Chromebooks they seem to last only about four years before they turn into e waste, and mm. a lot of that and a lot of that is because simply because again it's a Chromebook they're guaranteed X years of uh, of of uh, of software and security. I think updates. up to five years. Depen- it depends on the model, maybe. Uh, are all of them five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Depends on like if it's an Intel model or yeah. Atom or something or other. And um, not yeah. And, and and as usual, what one thing that one thing that I really had to learn when uh, I when I started to like write about technology and education is that man, it is. It's a, if if I consider myself an expert on like. Uh, how laptops are you what what makes a good laptop and what makes an affordable laptop and how to build a laptop the school environment is its entire thing because they have so many requirements that are unique to that application that means that wow how how come this school laptop doesn't have this basic feature that everybody counts on well because if you allow students to have access to that they will ruin they will ruin this laptop really really quickly or because there are if there a lot of this stuff has to be used like in state testing and one of the require and there are specific requirements for what what uh, what laptops they can use in the testing room to have these standardized tests with and that brings us to one of the reasons why a lot of this, these things have to be junked that once uh, they once these chromebooks stop getting uh, software support stop getting security uh, patches oftentimes this means that that chromebook can no longer act, even access state online testing websites so it, they just simply can't be used anymore even if they're com- even if they're completely functional um, and the that the expiration date, so to speak, it also means that if a school like tries to save money by buying used Chromebooks from another source, again, maybe they maybe they were able to buy a whole bunch of like two hundred fifty dollar Chromebooks for hundred dollars, but the fact that they're three years old means that they will expire now in one year of classroom use instead of four years. So that's not quite so much a, a lot of savings. They also made a, a big stink about how costly and difficult. Sometimes obnoxiously so. It, it, these mm-hmm. things are to repair. Uh, manufacturers they are not they don't make replacement parts readily available. So that means that either you have to either the 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 tech department of the school system has to have a really well organized graveyard of broken machines to harvest replacement parts for, mm-hmm. or they have to pay through the nose to get these replacement parts wherever they wherever they can find them. The report says that uh, they 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 surveyed. Uh, uh, 29 different uh, Chromebooks and looked at the keyboards of them. That's something that you could expect in a classroom environment or in a, being used by a 10 year old might need to be re- replaced. Uh, 10 of the uh, replace 10 of those 29 Chromebooks to replace them cost $89 or more, which would be close to like a third to a half of replacing the entire thing. 11 Chromebooks of the, of those 29. Uh, there's a standardized test that they, uh, that, uh, that, they relied on uh, about that. Uh, I think the French government has a twenty-point test for repairability, uh, and Chromebooks. Eleven of them scored three point three out of twenty in terms of parts availability, compared with nine out of twenty for non-Chromebooks. And then we get to the they got to the obnoxious parts where, uh, like you can you can maybe you decided hey we're going to buy nothing but Dell Chromebooks, nothing but Dell, nothing but Dell, nothing but Dell, and then like you get them apart and you find out that. 
they bought you bought like identical models one year apart but for some reason you can't simply swap the battery from one uh, one to another uh oftentimes uh, they they call out like the dell difference between the 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 bezel the screen bezel on the dell model 3100 and the 3110 cosmetically they're practically identical they're it's just a screen bezel it's not as though they're housings for sensors or anything else and they mm-hmm. it's, it's it's as if Dell arbitrarily decided to put extra notches and cutouts on the bezel of the 3110 to make sure you couldn't simply swap screen bezels with a 3100 even though it's the exact same size and shape so yeah it definitely it i, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's like um uh, remember the, the famously the 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 book about the about the the Corvair car of 1960s to show unsafe at any speed that was an indictment of how unsafe american cars are in general and ralph nader and his team more or less they it's not as though the corvair was necessarily the the unsafest car and the most scandalous car that's being sold by by the auto industry it was just a good example upon which to explain mm-hmm. how badly mm-hmm. american cars are made so for all we know this is an indictment of how laptops are made for schools in general but yeah it doesn't make chromebooks look like a, a cost effective and 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 an agile solution and that's kind of been their part of their reputation that hey we we make we make these laptops that are compliant with every regulation that your school system has they are cheap and affordable they're easy to maintain but if but if unlike unlike uh, unlike walking into like a, a mac computer lab and seeing and and being oh my god i can't i can't believe the way these children live they're still using white polycarbonate unibody macbook uh, uh, ibooks from like 13 years ago Instead of saying, wow, these things are so durable and so easy to repair that it's 13 years old and they can, they, they can still be used as opposed to, no, it's uh, it's air soluble. So you kind of want to get you kind of want to like get them into a bucket of sand before the 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 wrapper around the night, the lithium ion battery like dissolves into air and the thing explodes. Not not a, not a good look for the Chromebook. Also, can we just talk about the fact that all these school districts spent like all of this money that's already so limited, especially in the U.S., as you all know, Um, they spent it on these programs to bring in these Chromebooks, get a laptop for every kid. And like it's these, I'm sorry, crummy laptops that aren't very high powered, that aren't repairable with a school IT department that maybe doesn't really have the funding to keep these things updated in some sort of like hackneyed way, you know, Um, nobody has time for that anymore. And so I don't know what the solution is at present. You know, I think, yeah. And again, I hate to, I hate to sound like hippie, but a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the problems that I see and read about in reporting about uh, problems with uh, public public education in the United States is comes down to what if we gave them more gave them more funding, and also gave them by region the ability to solve the problems that they are uniquely experiencing. And I know I, I know that's not a blanket that's not a blanket uh, panacea to every to everything, but it's like the desperation that so many schools districts are in simply by virtue of the fact that these kids 
the ones that need education the most because here's how dumb these kids are. These kids are so dumb they chose to be born to poor parents who rent in a, in a, in a rent in a part of the part of the the in a town that has very very little tax money, uh, t- property tax money available. That's how dumb they are. And so, well, no, that they they need educations, and so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I, 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 and hey, I know what the solution is. Uh, let's take. Not only have we slashed the the public education budget, but we're going to allow parents to take more money out of those limited funds to give it to private schools. And so, oh, but I thought the whole point of private schools is that, like, if you wanted to pay for it yourself, the state was like, okay, go nuts. If you want to buy education, we're not going to, but we're not going to pay to have your kids put into a private school. Oh, it turns out turns out ah. that we are. Okay, I'm sorry. That's uh, Living in America. You know, my Oh my god, that's such a that's such a great way to end the day. Thank you. You've changed <laughs> you've changed I'll, I'll and I'll tell and I'll tell you why. Um so yeah, so I I was up really really late last night cuz some, sometimes unfortunately I just have a, I just have problems sleeping. Not anxiety or anything like that. It's just that my brain is not going to wind down on its own. And so, like, all I have to do, all it's all I all I can do is like lay in bed and wait to be mugged by sleep. And like, basically, what a way to describe it. Pretty, that's, again, that that's that's how it, it is. Sounds sometimes. satisfying though. Yeah. for some reason. So for so so far so far so I was going through some sort of internet rat hole, and I was reminded of the existence of James Brown, whom I love, mm-hmm, but I have not mm-hmm. I haven't I've haven't done like the deep uh, really deep dive. And so I came across, so I came across, oh, you know that he did like a, uh, one, like his, uh, 1963, uh, you, you, the, the, the best James Brown albums are not like the, most of his, most of his records were released as singles. So most of his quote albums unquote are just like com- compilations of sing- singles. The okay. best albums that he released were like recordings of live performances. And one of the best ever is oh. like ni- 1963 performance at the Apollo theater. And then I find out that, oh, he did actually did th- uh, three different like live r- live recordings at the Apollo Theater in like 1962, 1965 and like 1970, 1971. And of course, so I'm I'm laying in bed listening to hour after hour of James Brown li- uh, performing live. And so uh, uh, <laughs> and so I was Boy, by ten, I, I it didn't help me fall asleep. Okay, yes, very very smart, Andy. It's three thirty in the morning. Let's hear the the, the most dynamic Soul Brother number one. To, to I was gonna fun- say it's like me listening to like techno. The fu- exactly I'm not going the, to sleep. The, the, the founder, the founder of funk and soul. That'll 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 lullaby you to sleep. Uh, but yeah, but it was it was. I will, I will wrap this up. But it it was a great way to start slash end the day. Because, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I want, I wound up like getting like halfway through each of these albums. And then I wonder if there's a cheap copy of this on eBay, because I got to have this in my <laughs> library. And so I listened to the, listened to the first live album, bought the first live album, listened to the second live album, bought the second live album. Uh, at that point it was morning. And so I'll, I'll go for a walk and do some food shopping, listen to like the third album, you know, through my ear, through my pixel uh, pixel buds, while I was shopping, I was definitely Soul Brother number one of that stop and shop that morning. I will, I will <laughs> deeply attest. And as soon as I came home, I bought that. Th- I or I bought the third the third CD. So yeah, it's and and of course while I'm doing that, I'm also like reading up on like James Brown because I remember didn't didn't he, he didn't he 
do some things to people that required the state to say, hi, why don't you stay in this penitentiary for a few years just till you just till you get your bearings back and stop Blame me for this it's because people. i brought up the blind items at the right. beginning i guess this no, is no. how we have to sandwich the whole podcast today but listen but but also but also meant that i wound up watching the living in america like video like three or four or five times and so that's why and I'm so in- andy and i are intrinsically linked <laughs> exactly. It's proof. We proof. are we 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 are in sync when we sit down to podcast together. So I'm thank you as a, as I was like as I was just, uh, not only like realizing oh my god you're just you're you just for no reason whatsoever you put out this rant about education in America and now like you're <laughs> and now this and that wasn't even the first time you decided to take up these listeners time by talking about you know your disappointment in society and how we're not running our I'm not taking care of people well enough what a downer that oh my god and I'm thinking of James Brown that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Florence Ion. This is America. <laughs> Super highways from coast to coast. I'm sorry. It's easy to get anywhere. Anyway. Uh, bef- before we go, can I make a plea to our listeners really quickly before we start our, our goodbyes? Um, readers, we need you to help us figure out which social media site we should go to next. Uh, because Twitter is clearly over in some capacity. Like oh nobody's God. on there anymore. Um I mean, I'm still posting on my, there, my, but my Twitter, my Twitter feed is full of like blue checkmark accounts that want to know how great, wanted me to know how, how great Donald Trump is like, yeah, that's, that's not what I signed up for in the, giddy, in, in, in the giddy days of the, the, the first of the second Bush administration. No, no. <laughs> uh, so I guess now it's between blue sky, which you need an invite to Mastodon which seems to be a little more developer centric. So I'm thinking like, I probably, I don't know. Anyway, just tell us, <laughs> I guess you could tweet us. <laughs> exactly. You could I'm send so- us an email material podcast at gmail.com. That also works. Uh, that's a googly way to do that. Um, you could hit me up on discord. If you know my username <laughs> and you're listening to this, uh, I don't, I just want to put that out into the ether, Andy. Thank yes. you for giving me the space. Yes. Oh, and, and while we're while we're reaching out like that, let's remind people that you can. Uh, mm-hmm. We 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 have our bonus episode for uh, mm-hmm, members of mm-hmm. Relay.fm. Uh, today we're gonna be, today uh, we're going to talk talk about like the idea of. Uh, I used to be, I still am kind of smug about how I didn't get trapped in the the legendary Apple lock in. Like, oh, well, they'll give you a free notes app, but then it does not compel with anything else. You got to keep using Apple's of huh, but I switched to something else. And I just realized that I'm actually locked into Chrome <laughs> in the, in the, as, as a platform. And I'm starting to wonder, maybe I should free myself of the Chrome chains the way that I mm-hmm. freed myself of Apple like 15 years you ago. You and America school districts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And that's what we're going to be talking about in our bonus episode this time. Uh, If you want to listen to this and all the other bonus episodes that we do every single week, go to, uh, Ooh, where's it? Oh, uh, relay.fm slash material. And you can sign up. You'll get access to all the, all our bonus episodes and all the other bonus episodes of all the other people on relay FM. We even, we even have our own snappy bonus episode, like podcast cover art and title Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. material one. Mm -hmm. Different colors too. Which 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 is I I should point out it's a it's a takeoff on uh, uh on Google One, yes uh, the, the the which Andy and I the, both the, have the, the bonus the bonus service not Kettle One, okay and so 
like terrible potato vodka. But yes. I, yeah, I mean I don't I don't know anything about I see I don't all, all I all I know is all I know is that there's the vodka that's sold in tiny plastic <laughs> bottles in a steel bucket next to the cash register at the liquor store <laughs> that a lot of people seem to buy when they're on their way to work in the morning for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm such an innocent, naive little lamb. I was like thirty something before I realized that, like, oh, well, it's, oh, people buy these novelty little like airline. I, I wonder. I, I have no idea they're so popular. Realized that no, all over New England, like people make their alcoholics make their first stop at Dunkin' Donuts to get like a large oh, coffee geez, and, 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 a, and a large like like light uh, large white cup and then they go to the package oh, store have, buy a fistful of, of like these little nips and like dump <laughs> dump it into the coffee mug so people can't see so your boss can't see that you're drinking during the oh, entire day this is how we're ending the podcast <laughs> I no, I, I I have I have sympathy. People will it's they're 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 not getting bla- they're not getting ripped. It's like they're they're they need a dosage of this thing they're addicted to to get through the day. I, I hope they're not driving, but this, but I'm like, oh, so many of the things I've seen for the past fifteen years of my life going into liquor stores to go for, to look for that one refrigerated case where they have cokes now i understand the world make i i'm i'm sorry that there are so many people who are addicted to the substance that we have to service them this way but i'm glad that my world makes more sense than it did before anyway uh, <clears throat> relay.fm slash material to sign up and get access to these wonderful bonus episodes flow uh <laughs> what have you written recently that are the things you want people to pay attention to just go to flowrights.tech that'll take you to my gizmodo page you can work on your Kathleen Turner impersonation. That is yeah. that is coming along. If if you if you are considering that as a side hustle, oh boy, I, that's, thank you. I, I, I will I will give you a referral for. Thank you. Anyway, uh, and as for me, uh, go to Anatko on Instagram, Anatko on Twitter. Uh, still working, still working on the website. I'm sorry, I'm still working on the website. Uh, and uh, you can go to wgbhnews.org to listen to my half hour like conversation about uh, the latest tech news i'm going i'm talking tomorrow about a whole bunch of stuff um i know that was another uh, docket of <laughs> I, I filed that uh, the 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 show doc at 7 p.m tonight and it was one of those things where let's put in a story about apple classical because the other three stories they're kind of bummers <laughs> Let's, let's not talk about destruction and like danger. Let's let's talk about oh look, four different, eighteen different kinds of opera. Anyway, uh, so so wgbhnews.org. Uh, but that is going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. Uh, we hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, please have a happy, safe, and healthy seven days. Bye bye. Bye everyone. 